Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Kai. Hello. Welcome back, friends. Thank you for having us again. Yeah. You know what is one of my favorite things in the world is the fact that we sometimes get to record with people who live in the same time zone as us. Yeah. And so we don't have to like cause anybody's major day to day to have a major disruption. Yeah. And uh, if y'all don't remember, Mackenzie is my good friend from Indiana. No longer in Indiana. Thank God. Mm-hmm. That introduced me to Ghost Adventures, and it was a lovely, lovely time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the rest is history. And we hope we can introduce so many of you to Ghost Adventures in the same way. Yeah. Really. It's the gift that keeps on uh, hurting you <laughs> every time you watch it. This episode was particularly hurtful. This is so boring. Can I say, like, this, I thought, this has all the ingredients to be like a really exciting, hilarious episode, but I just thought it was so, like, pedantic. And uh, uh, what is it called when you expect it to get exciting, but it doesn't? Anticlimactic? Yes, thank you. (laughs) It was that in a huge way. And like it's so this is the Exorcist House episode, Mm -hmm. which it's also the Ghost Adventures 100th episode, which is how you know that we're getting close to 100 episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Because they're they're at it. Yeah. We just don't know what order we're going in. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? (laughs) So if we were actually doing this correctly to to one to one, we would be on our 100th episode now, but not not yet. Not yet. And and thank you so much for, I mean, this will be out like probably three weeks from now, but this will be like 2020. When thank you so much this. for having patience with uh, my school schedule. We haven't been able to release in a few weeks. And it's pretty nuts. Um, I know Turn- the, the way it's going to go out, we will have released two in a row, but, but like in real time, I'm finally done with this semester. Yeah! Fuck. It turns yeah. out <laughs> that doing a whole master's degree in three semesters is like four, a lo- four semesters. Is a lot of work. It is. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's how long my master's took as well, was four semesters. And it, it does suck. Seriously? You did a year's mm-hmm. master's degree? No, you did uh, two years. Four semesters, so two years. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, okay. but hers are four semesters back to back. Hers, she's, Cassie's doing in one year. summer, fall, winter, oh, spring. Oh, it's a summer semester. I see. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That it's is technically intense. a summer session, but it's supposed to count as a summer, a summer yeah. semester. That's still a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we escaped reality for a, a brief moment in time today, and we watched the Exorcist House episode of Ghost Adventures, which they were really psyched about. Um, they even did like they like put excerpts from the diary of the supposed exorcist on the screen several times, mm-hmm. and like played the music from the movie and walked out in like the pose of the movie poster, <laughs> like standing under the lamp. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were, were very, very excited about this, but not in a good way. No. Well, no. yeah, no. There's a lot of complicated emotions going on. They're happy to be here for their 100th episode. They're happy to be somewhere so iconic, but they're all also very scared of getting possessed. They are. They're very concerned about it. So this takes place in St. Louis, Missouri, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They keep. They showed us the arch like five times. Oh. They, yeah, every totally time they said the word St. Louis, they put the arch on screen just so you know. That's like the <laughs> Seattle the, the episode... I think it was the Shanghai Tunnels. Seattle. Kept showing the Space Needle. The Space Needle, yeah. <laughs> Just in case you forget. We're in New York City. Got to show the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they're visiting the Exorcist house, and it's a brick, like, two-story house. Yeah. Kind of petite looking. And Zach's nervous, but also, like, he feels... You can tell he feels pretty epic in the moment. Like, yeah. we're about to do this. We're doing something very cool. And then Aaron and Nick, especially, well, no, they're all pretty scared shitless. Um, (laughs) And, and, you know, and talking about like, how are we going to do this? You know, and we've been, Zach's like, we've been possessed before. And Aaron's like, well, I could, I would say that I've been, you know, I've experienced an attachment. And, and Zach's like, you need to quit being in denial. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Zach gets so aggressive in this car ride. They're having oh, yeah. this car ride. I forget where they were going coming from or going to. Yeah. Um, but Nick starts talking about how he's nervous. And then Zach starts talking about how he is nervous and says all the same stuff that Nick says, but like in a more aggressive tone. Yeah. It's like he just says the exact same shit. Yeah. It was very strange to me. So we, we hear about uh the history of this house, like the real history. Yeah. It was the inspiration for the Exorcist movie. Um and in real life the, the the supposed exorcism. Yeah, exorcism. Yeah. Yeah. My brain is not working well right now. I think it's just <laughs> exhausted from everything. The actual exorcism happened in 1949, March 16th. Oh, that's the day before my birthday. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and it involved a boy, not a girl, uh, a boy who was visiting uh, his aunt's house or grandma's house, something like that. They were playing a lot of Ouija board or oh. as Zach <laughs> likes to call it. Ouija board. Ouija. Ouija board. The Luigi board. The Luigi board. Yeah. The Gooigi board. No one in this episode really knows how to say no. the no. name of the board. Everyone was saying it differently. And one, the, one of the people that the, the other investigator they were talking to said it at least three different ways over the course <laughs> yeah. of the episode. Yeah. I'm sure that like, I, I feel like Zach saw, like he's never actually seen the word Ouija before. Thought it was maybe spelled like Luigi and, or, you know, just W E. G-I-E or something like that. And he sees it and it's like, oh shit, I've been pronouncing it wrong my whole life. And so this is just like hanged and hanged. (laughs) (laughs) And so this is just like, okay, I gotta pronounce this right. Ouija. 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 Practicing in the bathroom. He's in the mirror, yeah. Yeah, and then... Got this, Zach. You can do this. And then, uh, and then, every time that he like purposely enunciates, he it. hits that separation between those syllables so hard. He yeah. really, really hits it. And then, like, I'm sure, like everybody else in the show was like, they would hear him say it, and at first they'd be like, "Did he huh? say that wrong?" And then, like, as he keeps saying it, they're like, "Wait, is that how you Am really I, pronounce it?" Have I been saying it wrong? <laughs> The magic of having a film camera turned on you kicks in where everything you start yeah. to like really process everything coming out of your and mouth. And then maybe every other time they, they said it, they were like kind of doing the like <laughs> type thing. <laughs> like, Just uh, swallow the rest of their sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping that, you know. 
people focus on it, even though we really were a lot. Really, and, really. And speaking of this other guy, one of the main things, this is an episode where Zach and the boys are helping. They're helping mm-hmm. a man come to terms with what happened to him. And this man is a fellow ghost hunter who's... Who never blinks. He never blinks. I think he was terrified. <laughs> I think he was like purely afraid of being on camera uh, because his eyes were so wide with fear the entire time. <laughs> and his voice... I, I don't know what was going on. Like It sounds like they digitally slowed this man's voice down while he was talking Max, did you get I think this that's just how he talked i'm just saying like okay <laughs> it just reminded me of that interview we can cut this but it reminded me of that interview with papa john where he talks about oh. eating 40 pizzas in 30 oh, days that was purposely oh, slowed down though that that version that okay, you saw fine yeah he was it, just having a bad day <laughs> the reckoning will come yeah <laughs> Uh, but any so this this man who they're talking to who they're trying to help he's a fellow ghost hunter they don't show what team he's on what ghost hunting team he's on and he was supposedly attacked mm. during a filming session in the Ouija board room or in it the, really the didn't oppression sound room serious. no it didn't sound serious at all he talks about getting cold and chills and stuff and then he had he described it as white blisters on his neck and, and then we see, see a photo and there's nothing like that it looks like yeah. he just has yeah. a rash or something I, he said that it was supposed to be in the form of a white cross and you could yeah, not nothing. see on that on his neck and I'm like there's no cross there. yeah. his neck is yeah. bright red in this yeah. photograph it looks there's like nothing. he might have scratched his neck or something yeah like maybe he rubbed it or something yeah or you know like if you just if you get scared sometimes you can flush that just happens mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and he did say he felt fear during this possession which he usually he's not very scared of of dark houses and that kind of thing so i mean it's very reasonable and rational to assume that perhaps there was another cause for these symptoms so then we then the ghost adventures crew uh get a phone call from someone that works for them jeff, jeff remember jeff what is he is jeff he bellinger he's their historian okay okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. uh <laughs> coolest job in the world uh, gets in touch with a woman named eileen and apparently she is the great niece of the priest who performed the exorcism in 1949 and she's willing to meet with them but she refuses to actually step foot inside of the house i think this is where nick's like major anxiety begins yeah because when he realizes that this lady doesn't even want to go anywhere near the house Mm -hmm. that's i think what gets him thinking oh shit this might be dangerous for us it's like well didn't you i mean what were you expecting if this is a demon infested house like, if you guys think you're really going to be ghost detectives then like are you not prepared for this are you not, <laughs> yeah. you think you're like the guys from supernatural so like you've seen that show how is this a surprise like i don't know i haven't even watched the exorcist because i just don't want to demon crap like just makes me feel very uncomfortable and even like i'm just like wouldn't you know that this is a scary deal? Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, and this is their hundredth episode. So I'm like mm-hmm. trying to figure out. They've done a number of episodes that have dealt with like demon related things. They show you, yeah. they show clips of those episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why they, why they went into this not expecting it to be something that would potentially bother them more than maybe some other things have in the past. Exactly. And especially when this is like the exorcist house. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what do you expect? This is like the most famous place yeah. for haunted. <laughs> it's like, possession. did you guys do your research before? No, of course not. <laughs> no, it, was, it was all spent trying to figure out how to say Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's where all of their emotional energy went. Frantically Googling, trying to teach himself international phonetic alphabet. Yeah. Well, and they, okay, so she's talking to them, 
and uh, she, she, well, talking to them from her vehicle, she's in the road, and they ask her if she'll come to the house, and she's like, no, absolutely not. So then Zach's like, okay, well, come with me. And she's like, okay. But I would have been like, where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are and we going? Also, like, what is up with, with Zach just going full aggro? He already had a discussion with Jeff in the car earlier, like, she's not going to go to the house with you. She's not comfortable there. Immediately when he sees her, when he sees her will you follow me to the house? Like, mm-hmm. no. Well, Zach does not understand consent. And this is a this is a repeating thinks, pattern. I think he thinks that if he keeps asking a question long enough, like if he keeps asking it enough times, then eventually he'll get a yes. Yeah. Like a manipulative asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like a person think who that he, he just wants to see their reactions on camera. He yeah. probably, mm-hmm. he's, he's just, he's just provoking, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so unnecessary. Gets me just very angry very quickly mm-hmm. yeah well and then they talk about oh you should have seen the f- you saw the fear in her eyes they're always talking about how their guests have like fear in their eyes fear in their face mm-hmm. and it's like i'm not really seeing what you're seeing but okay sure whatever. she looked pretty neutral to me but uh, hey you're the ghost she hunter looks, here yeah, right? she, she looked very determined to say no to whatever zach requested of her but anyway oh, like, she follows him and he just asks her some questions about the whole thing and she's like yeah that's real um and you know i know for sure that it's real i feel like she was kind of a ringer for them because she also is immediately on their page and starts speaking in like ghost investigator language like she's talking about stone tape theory Mm. and she's talking about uh how ouija she says the phrase ouija boards open doors and those words are displayed on in red text on the screen as they come out of her mouth uh and then zach uh if if you were on sesame street an episode of sesame street (laughs) the word of the day was ethereal ethereal <laughs> oh he said ethereal he said ethereal yeah, yeah. he said ethereal with these uh, strange ethereal forces that you're talking about yeah he did dumbass <laughs> I can understand. He probably has never heard the word out loud. He has probably only seen it written. Yeah. He's like, that's, that's a pretty looking word. What does it mean, ethereal? Is it your urethra? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so we also learned that demons can affect the future, which is an interesting statement because I can affect the future. Mm-hmm. I can affect the future right now. I can feed my cat and she won't be hungry later. Um, the butterfly can flap its wings in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a good transition into... Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> as we're talking about how demons can affect the future, we sort of are laying the seeds uh, for an interview that we're going to have l- later on with a gentleman named Dr. William Bradshaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of interviews in this. We skip around a little bit. Like, we meet um, Eileen. We meet Greg. We also meet somebody who just fucking lives next door oh, to yeah. this house. This neighbor just comes over and... and- He's like, hey, can I give you some drama without showing my face on camera? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and of course, you know, when a, a guest is like, I would like not like my face to be shown, they always show like their entire body besides their face. Yeah, and don't alter their voice or although, like that. Yeah, although you could kind of see his face from an angle. Um, yeah. So. yeah, they didn't do a very good job. They could have just blurred him. <laughs> so well, no, so they did blur him. You got like one shot where he was facing the camera and okay. they put a little blur over it. But okay. you could still see most of his features. It was not that high a blur. Yeah. <laughs> and hear yeah. his voice. And his neighbors are going to know who he is. Yeah. 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 He's that weirdo who likes to dish on this house all the time. Yeah. Well, and he was even saying like, you know, the people that live here, you know, they're nice people and all, but it just always seems to be like an unhappy ending and talking about how like people move in and people move out and there's like all these family tragedies that happen. Maybe it's because they live next door to a guy who gets really invasive 
<laughs> of their privacy. Maybe, yeah. Excuse me. Uh, hi, neighbor. Nice to meet you. Did you know that you're living in a demon house? <laughs> uh, and like every time that the neighbors have a fight or whatever, he's just like, must be the demons. Uh, they also claim at, after this interview that the house has spoken to them, uh, mm-hmm. which is that they hear a cracking noise. Well, it sounds like a, like a piece rock. of glass that has cracked. Yeah. And they go up and they look and there's a cracked window. And that's about Whoa. it for that. Whoa. But know, they in, a, in a house from the 1940s. Yeah. yeah. Well, And right. like, don't cracks like continue cracking. Like yeah. they could, you could, like there might be already be a crack and then it just like goes even more and it cracks as it does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And if it was a hot day or something, or oh, yeah. like it had been a colder night and then the day warmed up, then glass can definitely like change. Um, heat heat changes can cause glass to just kind of fracture. So. Because they're expanding it changes its volume, right? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It changes its volume. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Uh, I don't have a, a master's degree or anything, but I know some science words like volume, intensity, and things like that. <laughs> Uh, speaking of graduate degrees, yeah. we, we finally Teed get to Dr. William Bradshaw. Who has a PhD from the University of St. Andrews, which is the Scotland. oldest public university in Scotland. So yeah. we can't make fun of the, his degree. It is not fake. Yeah. It is real. No. Uh, no. What is fake is the fact that uh, Zach refers to it as a PhD in demonology. Yeah, and it's like, eh. We looked this guy's advisor up so we know for sure that it's not that. It's not really that. It's more like, it, it looks from, wait, you had it on your phone. Yeah, yeah. It looks like um, more of a theology type. Yeah, his advisor uh, specifically works in, in theology okay. and in like Hebrew and early Jewish theology. Yeah. So his thesis is like, or his dissertations on like uh, demons in it's like Hebrew and Hebrew and Jewish cult mythology and also like the New, New Testament. Testament. So it's like yeah. old conceptions of demons and how they made their way into Christian uh, theology from Judaism. Probably yeah. an interesting paper. Yeah. Probably doesn't really have anything to do with like being a demonologist, being a demon hunter like the yeah. Zach thinks he is like going into places with holy water. Well, I guess like demonology that. technically would be like if you break down the word, it is the study of demons. It doesn't mean you're a demon hunter. It doesn't mean you're yeah. Van Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway. he was studying. So, yeah, he, he studied demons within a certain, like, context of text. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. And he basically just confirms all of their biases. Every time they yeah. ask him a question, he's like, yeah, totally. He's like, he says that um, demons are attracted to kids who they see have potential to do great things in they, life. Because they see the future. Because they see the future and that they're determined to stop that from happening. So if you were going to, you know invent something really cool a demon would want to stop you from doing that for whatever reason probably because the devil something about the devil doesn't like doesn't like it when you do that he just or diablo diablo doesn't like it uh, no no te gusta diablo he mentions that demons can definitely make you ill, can kill you. Um, it's so funny because they're always, they're just like, can demons hurt you? And he's like, yes, absolutely. Can they make you sick? Yes, absolutely. Can they kill you? Yes, absolutely. Um, so he just believes that like Satan is involved in this place. He mm-hmm. must be. And Zach says to him, we're going to plan to go fight the demons and do combat with the demons. Is there anything we should worry about? <laughs> and 
Dr. Bradshaw says that they really only have to worry if they be- if Satan himself believes them to be a threat. Yeah. And Zach takes that for granted, but I, don't, <laughs> I just don't think so, really. Yeah. Uh, we hear Bill Trapple's going to yes. be involved. And he Bill's is here. there. It's, it's like we were saying earlier. All the ingredients are here for this to be like an all-time smash hit Ghost Adventures episode. And not just Bill Chapel, but also Father Asscrack. Yes. <laughs> He's back. Father Asscrack. The bare knuckle preacher. Uh, the, the the priest that w- is willing to do uh, exorcisms for I'll do any. I'll exercise any demon you want. Isn't this the, the pastor who like had some drama? Yeah, he had drama. Okay. Uh, and he was in the Saddamsville Rectory episode, yes. which is the one where the, the couple has bought a house to flip it, but then it turns out it's got ghosts in it. And Yeah, that was my first, uh, that was my first one with you guys. Are you kidding really? me? Really? No. What? That what? that is the that is the episode we did together the first time yeah amazing oh, so synchronicity, um, but but Jack Asscrack can't be with them because he got his tummy hoarded and he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> and, Apparently he was dehydrated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? No, it was a mierious demon attack. Yeah, the, they the, even the, mentioned this always happens to priests that do exorcisms. Sucks all the water out yeah. of his body. <laughs> Made a mistake. It was supposed to suck the soul out, but there was just too much water in him. He is rather sweaty a lot of the time, so... Um, and so, like, he does a, a video, or no, he does a phone interview with them. The shortest recorded phone interview in history. Um, at one point, Zach says something on the phone with him where he's like, we were really uh, hoping that you could be here because it would have really validated things for us. Well, they and do then, actually visit. There's footage of them visiting him, too, right? Yeah, but what I'm talking about is that Zach says this thing, this very, like, kind of aggressive thing to him over the phone, and then the next thing we hear... Uh, uh, Jack say is well I'll be thinking of you boys and you'll be in my prayers tonight and that's the end of it <laughs> it's like a, a it's like how people at Disney if you piss them off they'll say have a Disney day which is basically fuck off <laughs> that's that's ass cracks uh, version of, of that bless you bless you <laughs> bless you you'll be in my prayers tonight um so so that's about it for the pre-lockdown phase they do acquire a 1940s Ouija board Ouija. from what was his Gary. name? Gary. Um, who just apparently collects Ouija boards. That's I don't know cool. why. I mean, it sounds cool unless you, you know, take ghosts and demons seriously. And Are you suggesting I don't take ghosts and demons seriously? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you don't, you don't, you personally don't believe in ghosts. Right. So if you are Gary who believes the hell out of ghosts. Then you probably don't want to be collecting Ouija boards because yeah. they are supposed and to be storing portals. them under your bed. Yeah. It's just not <laughs> a... It's a fucking dumbass idea, it's to be real, honest. Creating a real well, tinderbox there. I, I think the um, the explanation he gave was, you know, oh, I just for for decor and you know other things, and then immediately admits that he keeps them under his bed in a plastic bin. Why would you do that? He uh, he's not scared. You Is he know? trying he's to be a, edgy or he's something? A, he's or? an edgy guy. <laughs> hey, you want to see my uh, my Ouija board collection? I want to know what kind of a collection of Ouija boards he has. Like, what kind of variations uh, are you talking here's, about? This here's the Family Guy themed one. <laughs> this one uh, was released for the film uh, Mall, Wall Street Money Never Sleeps in 82. So we, we get into the lockdown 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a lockdown. There's a <laughs> tent. They got this tent, and Zach's going through all the cameras with us. He goes in to do an EVP burst session. Well, before that, their thermal goes off. Oh, yes. And they yeah, freak out they're, about it. they're immediately oh. freaking out. Yeah. Immediately. It's it's high tension in this lockdown. They do an EVP burst session and I wouldn't mention it because they don't get any fucking evidence in it, but they left it in the fucking they left it in the TV show. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. There's nothing it's like 2 minutes of footage that amounts to absolutely nothing and then they go back into the tent and then they go back out with the Ouija board. And that is when Aaron decides that he is like the protector of the crew because he's like you guys don't need to you guys are, are really messing with some dark stuff. You could be in bad danger if you go in there with that. Not good danger. Bad danger. Bad danger. And the boys are like very flippant with him about it. And they don't seem to care very much. But then once they get up there with the Ouija board, they're like, should we be doing this? It's just really scary, man. Wait, I have a question. Okay. Who does, who makes the Ouija board? Is it Mattel or Parker Brothers? I think it's Hasbro. Hasbro? It's it one of those Hasbro. companies though. Okay. My question is if Ouija boards are so dangerous like how has nobody sued the company and also how could you win a lawsuit based on ghosts what if you called the ghost to the stand as a witness <laughs> and they showed up through the ouija board yes you have to use the you ouija board summon to summon them. them yeah yeah in the courtroom yes your honor that was me i poked uh him in the eyeball i was a ghost at the time <laughs> but then i got better and now i'm a lawyer it's a rags to riches story this week on ABC Family Hallmark. Because let's just let's just think about this for a second. If Ouija boards do in fact summon ghosts and demons, like what has this toy company done? What? How much they're power does this children. toy company have? They're like they're messing with these forces. They have the ability to bind the powers of life and death. Are they Luciferians? <laughs> Maybe. So anyway, we're coming for you, Mattel. Has I have a I have a little a little history blurb apparently about <gasps> about these. Please. Yeah, go for it. So apparently, um, first fun fact is that the supposedly the Ouija board was um, they asked it what its name should be, and it told them that it should be called a Ouija board. So that's where the name comes from. Okay. Apparently, said so it named itself. itself. It named itself. Apparently, they also said, so when it came through and said what the name should be, when they asked what that name meant, the board replied, good luck. Ah! <laughs> so. <laughs> the smart ass ghost. <laughs> yeah. Good luck so apparently that it out. came, this, this article is saying, this is from Smithsonian Magazine, um, saying that the Ouija board, in fact, came straight out of the American 19th century obsession with spiritualism, the yes. belief that the dead are able to communicate with the living. Spiritualism, which had been around for years in Europe, hit America hard in 1848 with the sudden prominence of the Fox sisters upstate New York. The Foxes claimed to receive messages from spirits who rapped on walls and answered questions, recreating this feat of channeling in parlors across the, street, the state. Um, aided by stories about the celebrity sisters and their spiritualists, in the new national press, spiritualism reached millions of uh, adherents at its peak in the second half of the 19th century. Mm-hmm. So basically, some toy company decided that they were going to capitalize on this 
movement that was happening in the U.S. at the time, mm-hmm. um, particularly having to do with the Fox sisters. And they they just made this board and advertised it as a uh, the wonderful talking board is how it was originally advertised. <laughs> yeah, so the the full name I think of the of the toy originally was Ouija, the wonderful talking board. Okay, um, describing it as a magical device that answered questions about the past, present, and future with marvelous accuracy and promised never failing amusement and recreation for all the classes. A link between the unknown, the known and unknown, the material and immaterial. So it's uh, yeah. Sorry that's for it, all that's its kind of little history. I'm interested in the clause for all the classes. Yeah. So now ghost hunting is available to working people as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was I bet it was a more upper class thing. I really want to there's a book on I feel like ghost hunting is really bougie. Like can we it, probably Well, it's a very white thing to do. It's a, and Bill yeah. Chappell's shit sells for very large amounts of money. Yeah. Wait, he sells his stuff and oh. people buy it? Oh, but please go to his website yes, right now. you got to go to his no, website. Oh, no. Digitaldowsing.com. <laughs> Billy boy. Yeah, yeah. go, go oh, to his yeah. website. This motherfucker sells this shit and it's not cheap. He's a scam artist. And the first Ouija board came out in 1891. So this is, this is an old... So how the fuck does Greg have one from the 40s? How is one involved in this story? Wait, what? Did you hear what Mackenzie said? Yeah, 1891. So how is there a fucking... Oh, 18... Oh, God. Yeah. 1891, yeah. So so 1940s, I think, is the Ouija that he was talking about. Yeah. I feel like a real dipshit. We can move on from that. Or <laughs> <laughs> we can think about it. I thought she said 1981. No. So, no, this, she didn't. This has been around for a long time. Yes. I realize yeah. that now. It's okay. Thank here. you. I still love you. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I really enjoy the fact that they didn't ever properly use nope. the Ouija board. No, That's they didn't. That's just what I was about to so say. Mad. <laughs> they never Maybe. actually used the Ouija board. They just put it on a table, put their sound device on top of the it. Spirit box, yes. The spirit box, and that just that was it. That's all they did. Maybe that was like the line that they drew. They were like, we're going to put the Ouija board out, we're but not we're not gonna actually going to use it. We're not going to put our hands on the planchette. <laughs> <laughs> no one I looked it up. That it. is what it is called. <laughs> what if he. Wait, the planchette. The planchetta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just sounds like an Italian deli meat. Yeah, it that does. sounds tasty. Sounds like a mix of a green and a meat. Mm. Maybe fake meat. Italian style. Uh, there's a really great moment while they're consulting the spirit box where Nick looks at Zach and says, you look fucking weird. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> Zach just looks normal. <laughs> yeah. It's just a dark room. Like, how yeah. can you even, how can you even see, see him? Like? Yeah. Yeah. So supposedly the spirit box says Ouija board trouble at one point when they ask what happened here in 49. And then they ask who's there. And who's there? They t- <laughs> <laughs> they tell us that the box says devil. I just want to go around real quick and get like, what did you all hear in the it, when it's supposed to be saying devil? Well, keep in mind before we do this, that Zach was putting his hand over the box as it was talking. And then as it was talking, he removed his hand. So you kind of got of, you know, that thing that you do with a trumpet or whatever, where you cover it with the, the plunger thing and it goes. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, I kind of did that thing. Yeah, yeah, but what did you what did you hear? Yeah, I, uh, okay. Well, given the whole like wah wah sound effect to it, I I heard like yeah yeah. I heard gun blade. Oh, is what I heard this <laughs> this ghost say 
and then later they hear it kind of rumble, Diablo. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't hear devil. I don't I don't think that what I heard was a word. Like I think I heard something closer to what Cassie heard, which it's was incoherent. Incoherent, yeah. weird weird noise. I didn't it didn't even feel like it sounded it didn't it didn't even seem like it sounded uh like it had a D in the front. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. I didn't I didn't pick up on that at all. Well I don't did understand. You, what did you hear, Kai? Oh, I, I wouldn't I, I didn't like understand what it said at first and then was very easily swayed by like, Oh, it's devil. Yeah, okay, I guess you you could hear that, sure. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, and they do that all the time. Yeah. Well, I don't understand like why do you why does the devil speak English? Like of course, okay, he's he's got all these powers and you know, he'll be able to talk to you in English or whatever, but it's why like Why doesn't the devil speak Esperanto? Why did well it's also like why language. doesn't he just have his own language, devil language? Like why why do we have to try and translate everything that we hear coming from ghosts and demons when they so could just true. be speaking in their own ghost demon talk? It's parcel tongue. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the noise that you make for a cat to get them to come over to you. <laughs> Lydia's looking at us. Yeah. She's like, you made the noise. You you spoke to me. However, my butt is warm right now and I don't want to move. She's, I mean, I love you. Are you blinking? You give him love eyes? Yes. Oh, very good. Okay. She's in her hammock. So they also hear the, we, the uh, spirit box seem to invite the demons in. It says, come in, demon. And that's when they're just like flipping their yeah, shit. Yeah, they're like, fuck yeah. this. We got to get out of here. If they had a table to flip, they would have flipped it. <laughs> uh, there's a, one final shot of Zach like leaning over the board in this very like pin y pose. Did, y'all, did anybody else notice this? Oh, oh yeah, it was, was like leaning over like that. Yeah, and he's really he's touching like his booty. Four a.m. sleepover. The fart stance. Yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> you ready, ready to release? <laughs> ready to blast off. Uh, so they t- they turn the spirit box off um, and head back to nerve center so that they can officially begin the experiment. And I don't know if we mentioned it, but Bill Chapel is with them mm-hmm. on the lockdown. Bill Chapel, mm-hmm. the air quotes skeptic. Yeah, supposedly. Oh my God, he's such a skeptic. That's why he sells all this ghost hunting shit. And I think it's I think it's a very meta thing, actually. Like, I think he says he's a skeptic so that the ghost hunters think he's very credible and scientific. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but in reality, he is actually a skeptic, and he's like, like he he fakes being a skeptic for the ghost adventures, but he actually is a skeptic. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that he's he's. It's like it's he like doesn't inception. Any, he doesn't believe any of this is real in any way, but he plays along to use their framing of reality to sell them shit. Yeah, he uses the way that they think of the world to be a better like to make them at ease, to make them easy mm-hmm. marks for his sales pitch. And he's constantly pretending like he's he's on the. Oh. The border I, of believing. I just don't know what this could possibly be, Zach. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. And you know me, I'm such a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> the, be- yeah. the best, worst performance. So the experiment is that he has something set up in the room that can track the humidity, the barometric pressure, and the dew point. It's a weather station device. It just has a little weather device. There's a company in our area called Meter Group, and they build a weather machine technology that has all these things in it. 
And so Bill's just using that. And so the idea is like, oh, and the connect is there too. So don't forget about that. The idea is that if we get ghost footage while we are also detecting variations in humidity, temperature, etc., that makes the ghost evidence that we got better because we got other evidence that shows like the whole environment is being affected. That's the logic. We have the ghost weather. We we set up 50 million little tiny cups of water. And if one of the ghosts walks into the room, they will knock at least one of those cups over. And we will know. That is what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of traps, just traps all over the place. And so nothing really happens for a while. Aaron is just sort of in the room, very gently prodding these ghosts. Yeah. Very like, like, so uh, it seems like maybe you're kind of afraid of us or something. He's very passive aggressive about it. Are you mm-hmm. am I get are you getting angry? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Great. this is classic for him. He always does this. Yeah. He's too he, nice he, to be mean to the ghosts. Yeah, he tries, but it's just isn't it comes off like pretty weak. And this is when Bill starts to get abnormal readings. Whoa. Whoa. And he and Aaron are both like feeling static electricity and sh- like freaking out. So which comes first? Is it Zach disappearing or the bo- the the ball of flight? I think it's Zach disappearing. I think no, Aaron disappears. Yeah, Aaron disappears oh, yes, off the Aaron camera. Sorry, Aaron disappears. Oh, it's Aaron. I yeah. thought it was Zach. No, okay. it's Aaron disappears off the connect vision. Like, yeah, Bill's got his monitor set up so that he's seeing the stuff. This has never happened before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach's like Bill. So so Bill, this isn't a software error. And Bill's like, no, of course not. <laughs> Why would you ask yeah, that? Yeah, there's there's so many parts throughout this episode where you know they chalk some kind of machine failure mm. up to anything besides like maybe maybe this stuff is actually faulty, guys. <laughs> yeah, I got so mad about the battery thing. Oh, oh yeah, that made me so angry. <laughs> it's a brand new battery. I just put it in here. This this is when the thermal uh, went out earlier. Um, and Zach is talking about how, you know, in that thermal, he just put in a new battery like 10 minutes ago. He hadn't done anything else with it. And I'm just like, are you sure that you didn't buy a bad battery, my dude? Like, Because it happens every day to yeah. everyone all the time. But they don't. Yeah, so we just continue on with that, that, you know, faulty equipment. Oh, there's ghosts. Mm-hmm. And now it's getting hot and humid in the room. So perhaps the com- the equipment is suffering from the uh, conditions because I know humidity is bad for computers. Generally. Well, and Aaron is like experiencing physical side effects like numbness and tingling, you know, heart attack symptoms. Heart attack kind he of also has the the not was it the dizziness or he does get a little faint. At <laughs> yeah. One point. Um, so he's like getting overwhelmed. And that's when Nick and Zach tag in. Yeah. And they're doing the like, there's a moment where Zach is in the like, you know, I had to do it to him pose while he's talking <laughs> to the ghosts. Yeah. And it's really funny to watch them on the Connect camera because I feel like you can kind of tell which one is Zach and which one is Nick from their <laughs> yeah. body language very yeah. easily. And so while Zach is talking, he gets a little blue orb bi- thing right behind him on the Connect cam. Which, like, okay, Bill, uh, wait, Bill Chapel is the electrical engineer who apparently like put together this this technology the connect te- technology which he didn't he didn't he didn't but he didn't um invent that. like shouldn't he know what that is like mm. tech tech like tech wise he says that it is something that the camera is sensing but it has not mapped yet and it's like trying to map it okay and zach takes this as proof that it was a demon because the minute it he says the words jesus christ uh-huh. it disappears okay so when he evokes jesus uh-huh 
the blue ball goes away. Yeah. And it literally looks like a blue, not a very distinct like border to it, but kind of a fuzzy, just this blue ball in the connect like screen right next to their their stick figure bodies which by the way nick's body is like doing this weird jig thing i don't understand yeah, they're that. standing they're behind a bed and so the, yeah. the oh. vision of them is cut off at the knees so and it's the making machine the is just like whoa, whoa. It's, it's having out. trouble mapping them and because of that any slight movement that they make with their bodies just uh, gets translated to the stick figures like they're they're just break dancing okay so i did right. think it was interesting that that happened like it got way worse right when the little blue ball of appeared yeah so like the little blue ball is there and then all of a sudden nick's body just starts going crazy on he looks the like screen. he's melting kind of <laughs> he like does, his he hips does. are spreading out and his yeah. limbs are lengthening <laughs> yeah almost like a, a 1999 screensaver oh <laughs> yeah like the colors mm-hmm. the bouncing colors the, just the strings yeah or whatever i, remember I don't those. really remember something to that effect i remember i had one called mystify your mind oh what on, did it look on like Windows 98 it was like um, it was like a cat's cradle that would bounce ac- around the corners of the screen like the oh, little DVD. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I used to watch that for a lot longer than I wanted oh, to Oh, yeah. Because when you're a kid, <laughs> everything's super fascinating about computers. Mm-hmm. Especially in the 90s. Mm. In the year 2000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that from? That? that was a Conan O'Brien thing. Yes. Long, long ago. Wow. Wow. Blast from the past. <sighs> anyway. <coughs> Sorry. So, go- so, Zach, there appears to be... <coughs> Sorry. There appears to be some confusion during this episode about whether or not we're dealing with real demons as functioning entities or residual stuff that was picked up via stone tape theory. And there's like they they go back and forth so many times in this last like 10 minutes of this episode because while they're there in the space, they're convinced it's real demons. And mm-hmm. later on, as they're reviewing the footage, they're thinking, oh, shit, this stuff on the spirit box, that's probably residual. That's probably left over from the actual exorcism that happened. Mm-hmm. And so they bring all this footage to Greg. And oh, and by the way, the first floor X camera captured a bang while nobody was looking and nobody went to check on what happened. They just decided to tell us that for no right. reason, really. Yeah, they never looked into it or like had any kind of hypothesis about it. They just... They just decided to something upstairs it. made a loud bang, even though we were just up there and probably left a bunch of equipment and other things. We moved around and it totally wasn't us. It was definitely, definitely a ghost. And yes. we did not investigate it because we turned the sound down to talk about things. They go back to Greg because this episode has it ends five times. They go back to do a final wrap up with Greg, uh, who says that he's been harassed by a shadow figure ever since the Ouija board incident or ever since the um, possession incident. And they, as Cassie mentioned earlier, he sleeps in a bed with this Ouija board underneath it. And they kind of imply that this is a bad idea. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh, there is no resolution there. They just skip right on to the next ending, which is Father Jack Ashcraft who is here now, he did manage to get over his illness and come in. And the one thing they're really hitting on in this interview is that Zach also got a hurt tummy at the exact same time as Father Jack Ashcraft. (laughs) So... Synchronicity. Synchronicity, big time. And also that, according to Jack Ashcraft, demons rarely work alone. Something we're told and something that is not examined at all. Right. Demons rarely work alone. Apparently, Zach could have been encountering two of them. And yeah. that's why it seemed to speak with two voices. The 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 devil and the <clears throat> Diablo. His, his Spanish translator. 
Yeah. Um, in case there's any Spanish speakers in the house tonight. Oh, and then also, like, I totally forgot about this, but for quite a while in the show, this episode, I was like, where are the, the people who live in this house? At first I was like, okay, do anybody, does anybody even live here? Like, I wouldn't want to live in a house like that. No, um, why would you? And, and you saw, like... You know, there's furniture, there's stuff on the walls. And then eventually they mentioned that there are people who live there and they don't want to talk about the ho- the house's history at all. And you just never see them. And I just can't be- like, I, OK, it's not surprising. I'm not surprised and I can believe it. But I'm just like so just, I guess, kind of entertained in a way by how reckless these boys are about their job like if this place indeed has a history of being haunted by demons they they were talking about it or somebody was mentioning that it was like the most one of the most blessed houses in in america or the world or something right because of how many demons because because they have to keep them out keep them out and these guys come into the house basically just pooping pooping all over everything that that's been done to make progress to make progress and they whipped out a Ouija board and they're just they're just welcoming it all back in and it's like they don't do anything to undo that at all they no. just leave they provide no resolution or help of any kind to anyone yeah and now the people who live there if there are indeed demons in the house the people who live there are probably fucked well have fun yeah thanks Zach thanks boys you're welcome like they just do this for their show so they can get you know, publicity and fame because they can bring... Go- Their show should be called Bringing Ghosts Out of the Dark. Yeah. Because that's what they do. They don't yeah. They don't just hunt them. They don't fix anything. Like, sometimes they try and insinuate, like, oh, we're going to solve some, some mysteries. We're going to get some answers. No. No. You just bring things out and then you leave. Mm-hmm. You guys suck. Tell them. <laughs> You, you suck so bad. Fucking say it, dude. Anyway, it makes me angry. I'm sorry. So, Zach, if you're listening, now you know. Yes. Stop. <laughs> Stop doing it. You suck real hard. It's like that. Um, it, it's that gif of Michael Jordan where he says, "Stop it. Get some help." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Get some help, Zach. Yeah. Well, and they. So they. I. I was reading. Um. Before this. Before this episode that we just watched that. They have a that it's getting a reboot. The show. Yes. Um, oh. We talked about this in our last episode. The uh, the screaming room. Oh god. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Ghost Adventures, the screaming room. Where they just talk about their shows. Oh no! I was thinking of apparently um, Grant has come back. Wait, are you ta- and... wait? You're talking about Ghost Hunters. Yes. Maybe okay. I'm thinking Ghost Hunters. Yeah. I think I'm thinking of Ghost Hunters. Very similar names. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of a different one, so never mind. Well, that's nice. I used to watch, <laughs> I watched Ghost Hunters before I ever saw Ghost Adventures. I was so into Ghost Hunters. But wasn't oh, yeah. it, wasn't yeah. it like, weren't they proven to, to falsify stuff? I'm pretty sure. Did a little hoaxing. I used to, I know this is weird, but weirdly, I used to have kind of a strange crush on Grant. Oh, <clears throat> am I alone in this? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't recall having a crush on anybody in Ghost I don't Hunters. recall. Yeah. Okay. It was just kind of like that weird, the weirdly attractive people. You know, one of those kind of like um, Adam Driver, weirdly attractive. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, gonna have to disagree with you there. Fine. Okay. Whatever. 
Maybe maybe if we like, you know, we took a picture of him and then in Photoshop just did a little like squash on it, then I think I would agree with you. A little squash. But he already is he already is a thick boy. No. no. You'd make him so much thicker in the chest. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Maybe just the Are face. You, just just the face. his face. You think it's a long yeah. face. He, he does yeah. have a long face. Somebody he, took the stretch feature on his face. <sighs> yeah. I still think he's attractive, though. That's okay. The rise I of Skywalker. I think it's mostly his character. I think mostly I'm attracted to Kylo Ren. Oh, okay. Have you seen the emo Kylo Ren Twitter? Yeah, I've seen yes. that. That's good shit. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking good shit. My favorite thing in the entire world. I know I shouldn't be attracted to Kylo Ren, but I am. We're so... And you know what? I'm not afraid to admit We're so it. in the weeds right now on this Ghost Adventures podcast. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, we're out of shit to talk about. There's nothing else in the episode. Yeah, like, that's as, the end as of Kai it. said, uh, that's it at the end. The fucking... Like, have we ever watched an episode of this show where a, ghost, a guest of ours, a ghost of ours, <laughs> hasn't said, is that it at the yeah, end? Yeah. We haven't. It's all the time. It's always like it's, that. They have... They're very bad at endings. A hundred fucking yeah. episodes and they have not gotten better at it. Yeah. No, Before we go just, in- it's just like done. And yep. <laughs> Before we get into Tweet Watch, what was your favorite part of the episode, Cassie? Can I think about it? You, go, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. go first. Oh, okay. I, I've got one. Yeah, what's um, your part? So I, I really enjoyed um, when Aaron was um, on on the Connect. They were, they were recording him. And uh, at one point, Zach comes up with a voiceover. Um, Aaron decides to use provocation and the, like one of the first lines out of Aaron's mouth is, uh, "You're just a pansy." <laughs> yeah, just a pansy. It's such a mean. He's so, so mean. mean. So mean. So harsh. How about you? Want to come here? How about you, Mackenzie? Where are you? Aaron had another good, uh, good line that they they just briefly said in the intro, and then it never it, they never show him saying it again in the show. But he mentions something about. Guys, we could get into some really bad danger. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I think my favorite part generally was uh, just Zach constantly saying the word uh, Ouija. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was my favorite. I think that's my favorite, too. I'm going yeah. to go there with you. For me, it was yeah. when Zach just repeated almost word for word everything Nick said about being scared, but... Phrasing it in a really aggressive and threatening way. <laughs> when he's like, you're in denial, and He's Aaron. like angry about how scared he is. <laughs> yeah. He wants to be able to say, I was possessed. Because that's, that's more Nick badass. Nick stole his thunder. Nick stole his, his you Aaron, were possessed. Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, stole his thunder. Yeah, because that's more badass than being having an attachment, I guess. Yeah. We've got the bean with us, We've by got the, the bean way. with us. She's just she very small. She just arrived. She's very little. <laughs> I'm touching the beans right now. <laughs> The baby beans. They're very smooth and black. And mm. there's a little fuzz in between them. Mm. Uh, Zach Bagan's tweet watch coming in hot here, folks. Ooh. Uh, so in case you didn't need any, in case you needed any more proof that Zach Bagan's is a dumbass, he tweeted, thanks to my boy at Dr. Disrespect for the at scuff gaming gift. Hashtag respect. So Dr. Disrespect <laughs> is a Twitch streamer. And convicted spousal abuser oh, who shit. also says racial slurs on his stream. Oh, shit. And it's just a big shithead. And apparently Dr. Disrespect sent Zach a new PlayStation controller. Gross. Yeah, gross. Fuck that. <laughs> I wouldn't want that. That's, that's like the broiest thing I've ever heard. I know, right? Hey, yeah. bro, a new PlayStation just, controller. Just got out of jail for hitting my wife. Here's a PlayStation controller, Zach. Oh, sweet. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Uh, so Zach is super, super on the self-promo hustle because he's got um, Ghost Hunting for Dummies out. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, but here's a tweet that is utterly incredible. Hey, kids, I saw Santa today making an illegal U-turn. And it is a man who appears to be on a hoverboard, you know, one of those like handleless segways mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has been tricked out to resemble Santa's sleigh. And he is indeed <laughs> making a U-turn on the street right in front of Zach. It is pretty impressive. It is kind of impressive. I, like I would this guy love a lot. to see that. Um, also, <laughs> they bought the the prop from Ghost Busters for the Haunted Museum. They bought the Ghost Trap prop. Of course. <sighs> Um, and that's about it. Yeah. The rest is just tweets about ghost hunting for dummies and ghost adventures, the screaming room, which I really feel like they're chomping our flavor with ghost adventures, the screaming room. They're doing a show about watching ghost adventures and talking over it. Like they, it's going to be so bad though. It's a stone's throw from a podcast, which is what I'm worried about. Like if they figure out that they can do a ghost adventures podcast, they're going to Google ghost adventures podcast and they're going to find insanely haunted. (laughs) Mm Well, I thought you said that they had potentially already found Insanely Haunted. We, I don't know. I, I really don't, know. don't know. That's possible. It's all, anything's possible in this big, crazy world of ours. Yeah. Also, Zach is so self-centered that I feel like he's already searched for anything and everything that could possibly have to do with him or his show. He's yeah. got like a, a trends alert on, on his name. <laughs> right? How many Google alerts? He's got like five Google alerts for all different spellings of his name in case people get it wrong <laughs> so he can correct them. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is actually Z-A-K. There is no H or C. Yeah. I spell it that way. And I have for my whole life. It's natural. <laughs> it's my natural name. It is not Zatch, so I can understand <laughs> why you're confused. Yeah. Well. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode, yeah, Mackenzie and Kai. Yeah, thank you again for having us. Always fun. Always and, lovely having you. And thank you for listening. Ben, yeah. I always have to uh, get expose Kai to more episodes of... The Ghost Adventures. No, oh, you really don't, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. It's like the ring. You you do have to share it with people or the curse happens to you. Yeah. The curse gets you big time. Yeah. And if you don't want to get cursed, then... No, that's not good. I shouldn't threaten our listener. Um, <laughs> one thing that you can do that definitely won't curse you is if you go to scavengersnetwork.com and check out all the other great shows on the Scavengers Network... That's a pretty cool way to avoid curses. You can listen to my other show, Fan and Ball, where we talk about fandom and fan culture and the history of the communities that surround the things we love. Or you could listen to Journey Under 30, where my friend Colin tells you all about his his journey, his personal journey to get on Forbes' 30 Under 30. He's only got one year left, so we all got our fingers crossed for him. Or you could listen to Historical Hotties, the show where the, the Nelson sisters compare uh, famous people from from time immemorial and see which of them is mm-hmm. the is the hottest and coolest uh, another great way or another so if you want to support our show it'd be lovely if you could give us a review on itunes yeah that's uh, like the number one is review on itunes and tell your friends also we would be Word of super mouth grateful if you could become a patron on patreon.com sure we, patreon. we actually have a new patron thank you emily for becoming a new patron of ours emily got the pdf of eight bingo cards and access to our discord server we are going to be updating yes. our uh the tiers tiers yeah for the so new we're gonna year. simplify it i think we have too many right now yeah and i just want to cut it down because also like one of them is 15 dollars, and i do not expect anybody no. to give us 15 dollars no, a month no, no, for this no, no, fucking no, no, podcast no, no. there's no, 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 no that's that doesn't work 
Um, so we'll be reworking that. And uh, but in fact, by the time you hear this, it may have already been done. So we'll keep we'll make sure to notify you through all the usual channels. Follow us on Twitter at Haunted Insanely. Follow um, us on Facebook and join the Insanely Haunted, Insanely Big Fans of Insanely Haunted Group, too. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. A reminder to please support and visit your state and national parks and honor the treaties. Oh, our friend Cameron just came back from Alaska because he's got um, family up there. And apparently they are uh, fighting. Apparently the federal government wants to build some logging roads in some of the protect like the the really uh, important taiga forests. And so they're they're working to here let me get the actual paperwork so I don't So basically there's a thing called the 2001 Roadless Rule that protects a bunch of forests in Alaska and it's in danger of being undone and so people in Alaska are trying to reach out to the Secretary of Agriculture. So yeah, if you know about the movement um Please support the people of Alaska because they want to keep their wilderness wild and untouched. And if you want to learn more about this, you can go to mobilizeforchange.org. That's mobilize and the number four change.org slash M6QWBB3. And then you can sign a petition and learn more about their cause. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we go, other than saying thanks to our great friend Leandra? Thanks, thanks for, for the, the hand. hand. Who, by the way, just graduated. Who just graduated. Congrats, Congrats. Leandra, for all the hard work. And uh, we'll see you next time. As always, my name's Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Kai. And you just heard... A, a Class, Class A EVP. Woohoo. Can you burn a Luigi board? <laughs>
wanting to be alone. Simba can't have nice things. Yeah, yeah. Anything that Simba has, Lucifer has to be there. He has to see what it is. What are you eating? What are you sleeping on? What are you playing with? Yeah. Oh, so. that's nice. Yeah. So he, uh, he, he's, he's pretty. Um, he's, he's kind of one of those like kids who doesn't know how to share. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, you're sleeping in that spot. I want to sleep in that spot. Move. <laughs> he's just, What's yours is mine, and what's mine is also mine. Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of how he is. Uh, but Lucifer is definitely, um, he's prone to screaming at things, and I'm actually kind of surprised he isn't screaming at the door right now. But Well, he, he screams whenever he wants to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Respectful. So he'll, he'll, <laughs> scream, he'll scream when he, well, he'll also scream, he'll scream really, really badly if he gets locked in the bathroom for any kind of time. He hates the bathroom because his first night here, we gave him a bath um, because he had fleas. Absolutely. Oh, no. He was dirty and he had fleas and he had all kinds of issues. And so we we gave him a bath because we didn't know what else to do. And he was so traumatized by that incident. He still doesn't like to go into the bathroom. And if he gets locked in there for any reason, he just... He sounds like he's dying. I'm sure he it's is. Really bad. I'm sure yeah. he is yes. dying. It he is killing is. him. He is certain that he is being killed at that moment. Little guy. Yeah. 